Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip Hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, all right. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up? Taz Show action coming at you right now. Wednesday, Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. Gonna get rock and rolling here shortly. What? Probably a steady diet of SmackDown talk. Definitely a lot to cover from last night's SmackDown. Want to thank everybody if you're listening live at uh, TazShow.com. Or maybe you're listening live on the Radio.com app. That's a cool way to listen to it. I think they gave that app a makeover so they did something also maybe you're watching live at uh, tashshow.com thanks for that <clears throat> maybe you listen to the audio on demand the podcast version of the show at spotify or itunes or tune in or play.it thank you for that or you're checking out the vod at tashshow.com there is a bunch of different ways to ingest this show Sometimes it gets a little confusing because it's a lot of different ways. So, I am Taz, and I am running the game, as everybody knows. I'm running the game. Don't forget that. That's the first thing. You call the show. It's very simple, very easy process here. People call every day. The phone lines are already starting to ring because people cheat. And have the phone number in their uh, gimmick phone. That's the thing. It's not like back in the day where you're dialing up stuff. So if you want to call the show, you can. It's very, very, very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you have to do is dial 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. Welcome to the, uh, to the, yeah, take two. Welcome to the show. Very rarely I make a mistake here. <clears throat> so last night was extremely interesting. Extremely interesting. I enjoyed SmackDown very much. And I enjoyed Raw previously very much. I could have done without the the announcers telling me that the audience, how they were going to act before they acted it. That I could have done out with. I, I could have done away with. That annoys me. But sometimes I nitpick and I get annoyed. And um, I don't want to be led. Don't lead me. Don't tell me how the audience is going to act, JBL. I'm speaking directly to you, sir. Not his fault. It's never the announcer's fault. <laughs> Well, I'm slightly exaggerating. No, but that's the only thing that, that at the top of the show, that I was like, oh, no, don't do this to me now. Don't tell me how these, it's it's bizarro world and they're crazy. Oh, it's the, why? Why is the audience crazy the day after WrestleMania? Why? I, just because you're telling me because the WWE is telling me they're crazy? They're not crazy. And, and the more they tell you they're crazy, the more people act like that to get the rise. The beach ball on Monday. I didn't even talk about that yesterday. Beach ball mania. You got two guys busting their ass in the ring. We're talking about beach balls. Have fun, Taz. Stop being such a hard ass. Well, I can't help it. My ass is hard. All right. 
like yesterday's show, Dennis started with a rage. Timber! Uh, audio producer of the show, Dennis Jones, uh, lead creative of the Taz Show. Uh, welcome to the show. What's your new name? Lead creative of the Taz Show. Yeah. <laughs> Good moment. I don't know if, if I like yeah, that one. No, no. You are the lead. He is the lead creative to the Taz Show. He's a schmuck. He's a lumberjack. See, those, that's <laughs> what I'm accustomed to. Do we need to bring up the T-shirt before I go on with the show? I, I mean, I don't think so, but... <laughs> I thought I won't. No, feel free. No, no, I won't do it. Will you stop? Yeah, so I said to Dennis, um, <laughs> no, if you don't want me to say it, I won't say it. Please do it now. I would like, I would like transparency t- t- for the fans. All right, so, um, yeah. I was a little perplexed, audience, that the Dennis Jones has yet to rock his new Fancy Dan t-shirt. The I am not sorry, I apologize for nothing shirt. You know, the forest green with the Vegas gold lettering. I'm not sorry, I apologize for nothing. We've yet to see him, you, meaning Dennis. Beautifully designed shirt. Well, whoever was the designer. But you have yet to wear the shirt, so I was a little perplexed. And I said to Dennis, why, sir? Why, before the show? And you said... you First off, you were more than perplexed. <laughs> you were, it was, yeah. You were a little angry. Hey, how come you never wear your shirt? Yeah, I did say that. And... I said, Tez, with all due respect, if I wear the shirt, you're going to bust my balls on air. Oh, here, you're just promoting you now. And you said, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. <laughs> no. So are you sure about that? I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. And that's why. I want. I would never do that. I, I'm serious. I would never do that. I know people are like, oh, God, yes, he would. Taz, you know, Dennis, you're right. Taz would do it. No, I wouldn't. I would not do that. Seriously. Well, I'm I not, not going to wear it tomorrow. because. Why? Well, because now that we've had this discussion, I'm going to look like a schlep if I... What do you mean, no? Come on. What do you mean? That's true. You would look like a schlep. <laughs> Dude, not for nothing. You're going to look like a schlep with yeah, yeah, the shirt. Yeah, it doesn't matter honest. what I wear. No, but... <laughs> I mean, you kind of got that schlep thing covered. I mean, no, I, I have respect. schleppy tendencies, yeah. yes. <laughs> no, but dude, I mean, really, like, uh, you could wear it tomorrow. You want you want to wait till the day after tomorrow? Not today, you're saying? Not today. When do you want to wear it? Uh, not tomorrow. You're thinking of wearing it? It... Definitely not... Tomorrow, I can't wear it today. Right, you don't have it. Not today. Right, I won't wear it tomorrow. Oh, wait, we... hold on. So wait, 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 wait a second. So you're telling me you won't wear it tomorrow because we talked about it today? Correct. Yes, but that makes no sense. It really does. What are you stupid? Come on, dude. You're trying to make money. People I w- want your shirt. They love you. People have bought the shirt in, in not record no, so numbers. So let me teach you the property. Before I go on talk about SmackDown and get to the phones, people have purchased the shirt. Purchased See, it. And I've been, uh, right. it's been a very receptive, I've been very uh, surprised and I and I thank, I can't thank the audience enough. Well, the main person to thank is me. Well, that goes so without we, saying. We know that. Okay. So that that's the first. If you forget about the people who are buying it. You thank me. Okay. That's the, I'm more important than them. Screw okay. you guys, Taz. Yeah. I owe it all to that's you. It. It's really that simple. Dude, you got to wear a shirt. Your shirt's selling like hotcakes, and you're not even wearing it. Uh, lukewarm cakes. You're over like Rover, bro. I'm telling you. I thought my shirt said I apologize for nothing. No, but that's true. That's my shirt, the other one. But you got to wear your shirt. In, within, within the next, either before the end of this week, because it's already Wednesday. Should we promote that? You, what day you're going to wear the shirt? Like, uh, you know, that, is that like the head of creative <laughs> Dennis Paul, Jones will wear Paul the shirt? Paul Worthy. What day, will, Paul, <laughs> what day will Dennis? What day would you guys like to see Dennis wear a shirt? Is it Paul Worthy? Tremendous. Ah. So when are you going to wear the shirt? Well, I can't wear it tomorrow. Tomorrow's already Thursday. Right. Maybe I'll bust it out Friday. 
No one cares. Dude, I've seen your wardrobe. I don't think you have a vast line of clothing. So no disrespect to you. No, I'm taking it. You know me. I would never disrespect. When you're right, you're right. (laughs) Dude, you need to wear a shirt. I'll tell you. Remember the captain? Like when he was on the show, Tom, right? The guy with the black beard? Buy a hat. He would wear his shirt a lot. And I never once on the air busted his nuts. Never. I mean, he had no pulse. But I never busted his ass on the air. I don't want to oversaturate the market. You know, people. Oversaturate the market? You're a ham. (laughs) I love love ham. I love (laughs) ham. That might be the next shirt. Yeah. Just just me chowing down on a big holiday ham. (laughs) That would be funny. That would sell. A smoking ham (laughs) t-shirt. The Tash show. Just a lumberjack underneath it. It'd be great. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, bro. And you get the shirt, and we have it get that new odor gimmick for clothing now, where it could smell like pork. So we'll get you a Wait, shirt. Wait, that's a I, real thing? Yeah, yeah. He's getting all excited. Because, uh, I mean, I just eat, and I just naturally smell Febreze like pork. Febreze has a thing now where you spray it, and it smells like whatever food. They have a pizza scent. They have a beef scent. And you can make your clothes smell like food. So I think for you, that'd be perfect. I think I'm onto something right there, by the way. That's that's a million-dollar idea. We should not have said that aloud. Dude, that that's... There's a whole man-meat line about to... Dude, that's not a bad idea. Unfurl. Febreze-scented food spray gimmick. That's what we'll call it. Brought to you by Dynaflow. Yes. Yum. So, uh, but yeah, you, you, should, you should wear your shirt, okay? We're all kidding aside. You really should. So, anyway, let me get talking wrestling because, you know, sometimes people get upset. Why are you not talking about wrestling? That's all you know, you dumb <laughs> Talk wrestling. I don't care about Dennis's shirt. I hate the producer. I know more about wrestling than a producer. Why is he on the show and I'm not? Why? Why? Test one, two. Because he knows how to mix audio. That's why. <laughs> I'm not here for my wrestling takes. I get those from the dirt sheets. No, we have Cowboy for that. Cowboy. Oh, don't. Taz, oh I don't said do leave him alone. I know. Taz, stop. Taz, stop. Cowboy's in the crosshairs. Oh, and he did nothing, the poor guy. He's sitting in the crosshairs. He's like, what, what did I do? <laughs> He's sitting there thinking right now. Right around. He's eating his breakfast. I don't think he eats. He's a very... He uh, does eat. Are you kidding me? I saw this guy scoff down a hero. He's, he's, he eats like he's going to the chair. No disrespect to anybody under the chair. Yeah. I, I, I'm biting my tongue right now because I don't. Cowboy, I'm just telling you right now, Sonny. I know you can hear me. Sonny. <laughs> I got my eye on you. I'm just telling you. Careful. Careful. All right, so SmackDown. Um, I Like I said, I liked it. I didn't like being led in the beginning, telling me how the audience is going to react. That did annoy me. I had to get that off my chest, and I think I did. The thing is, Nakamura debuting was probably, uh, and Dennis, correct me if you think I'm wrong, I think probably the most memorable thing that your boy Nak. No, but I think that was probably, wouldn't you think the most notable thing that happened? I, uh, Without question. Yeah, right? I, I love the Ty Dillinger debut. I'll get into that too. But Nakamura I want to talk about for a second or two here. So, all right. So, check it out, right? Um, Miz comes out with Maurice, and they doing the John Cena and Nikki impersonation, which I, you guys know I'm a big fan of it. I love the way they do it. I actually think at Maurice outshines Miz on this stuff sometimes, you know, and um, they're both great at it. It's just tremendous. The reason why I really, really like, a couple of reasons why I really like Nakamura's debut during the Miz thing, okay? Because I talk about shock and awe a lot. Shock and awe. And I think Byron Saxon used that on Monday, by the way. Shock and awe. He's a hack. And Byron, if you listen to the show, because I think you do, you're a hack, 
And if you think no one listens to my show and knows that you're not a hack, I'm telling you you're a hack. I know you're a non-confrontational guy, as am I, but I just need to tell you publicly, Byron, you're a hack. Okay? That's what I wanted to say. I don't dislike it, and when I see it, I'll offer my handshake to you. If you want to shake my hand, no problem. If you don't, no problem too. Are we good? We're good on that. Because people been telling me he's been hacking for a while now. He has. He wore the uh, he wore the orange and black. Well, that was funny. Actually, the guy looked better in orange and black than me. I'll tell you that. Well, maybe not better than me, but he looked good in a suit. The guy's in very fine fickle, meaning he's in good shape. That's what that means. So, so Byron Saxon hacked me with the shock and all because everybody knows I invented that. So, um, now, here's the thing. I like Nakamura's debut because of, A, the shock and awe factor. B, we've seen the violinist gimmick in the past with him. Okay, I I thought it was awesome. One way I would have made that better, to be honest with you. Actually, I'll tell you that going into break, about how to make Nakamura's debut on SmackDown better. I'll get to that in a second. But Nakamura, the violinist... The way the spotlight went on him, everybody had to think for a second when you're watching on TV, like, wait, what, what's going on? And then it clicked in your brain. And that was the shock and awe. And that that's entertainment. And that's what they did so great with that yesterday. Now, some people are saying, oh, wait a minute. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, what did it do for Miz? It hurt Miz. It did this for Miz. It did. I really disagree with that completely. It did not hurt Miz one iota. It hurt Miz not one iota. Because now they have a clean slate with Miz. Cena's out the picture. They could go Miz and Nakamura, and that's a great angle. And I'll tell you why that's a great angle in a second, too. Miz did not get hurt by that yesterday. Me, I was texting with someone in WWE who was at SmackDown, without naming names, saying, I think what you guys did was great. And he goes, yeah, we loved it too. We would have changed one thing. And I said, let me guess. He goes, go ahead. And I replied, Nakamura should have bumped Miz at that ring. And he replied, LOL. And he goes, you should be on creative. Creative with a wink. Like emojis, wink. Whatever, winky. Winky, jinky. So I actually feel that he should have been bumped, meaning Miz. I think that Nakamura should have got in there and bumped him and give the spotlight in the stage. Instead, they had Miz kind of disappear. So now you don't know. Are they going to go Miz Nakamura? They can. They can if they want. If not, they don't have to. It doesn't hurt Miz at all. This does not hurt Miz. Miz, it, it, look, I feel that they should be pushing Miz more than even pushing him. But let's be honest, guys. He's getting a massive push, Miz. And, his, and so is Maurice. And rightfully so. They're great. Nothing's hurting Miz right now. He is on TV all the time. He just worked a big, very big, pushed WrestleMania match. Miz is not being hurt. Stop overthinking this. Several people were tweeting about this. I'm serious. It's okay. You can have your opinion. That's all fine and well. But I'm telling you right now, I've said it before and I'll say it again until the day I die. It's all about TV time. How much real estate are you getting on the effing show? 
That is a push. Yes. That's what a push means. Yes. TV time and money. That's what a push is. Because TV time leads to money. Kurt Hawkins, not a push. He gets sprinkled TV time, not consistent TV time. Massive difference. Massive difference. Well, Miz does jobs at times. Yes. He's a heel. He's supposed to lose. He's a heel that can talk. And most of the times, those are the heels that do the high-profile jobs. Because they can talk their way out of it. All nubworthy. The whole effort segment. Please. Except for the part about your T-shirt. Stream music soon. Not yet, but it's gonna happen soon. I think not yet. Please, I'm okay. Because I, 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 you know, I don't. Here's my thing. Okay. I'm, I'm a, a bigger Miz fan as anybody else. I, I've been singing the guy's praises out here forever. Okay. And, and, and I feel they are using him properly. I do. I would say push him even more. I think you could just, you could, you know, this guy could be the top guy, the world champ, all that stuff. But if not, I, I'm totally cool with the way they're using him. Totally cool with the way they're using him. That Nakamura debut was great. And having Miz start the thing off, no one expected to see the violinist there. Nobody. Nobody. I, I shouldn't say nobody expected Nakamura to debut. I'm not saying that. Don't. I'm, what I'm saying is no one expected it, Nakamura to debut during that segment. Is that fair to say, Dennis? Yes, and especially with the violinist, you nobody, you you just thought you were going to hear his music, and, right. and that was that. The, Did you think the same thing when you saw it? Like for a second, you're like, "What's going on?" And then it clicked. It, I thought it was awesome. Oh, you probably I, read about it on the dirt sheet, so you knew right away. <laughs> yeah, you probably read about it on the dirt sheets. That's probably what happened to you. I, you're the one got to ask. Sorry. Also, just thinking of uh, the Miz and Maurice doing their whole John Cena Nikki Bella thing, hysterical with the knock violin stuff. They can play off if that's the angle they want to go with with knocking the Miz. They can do a whole segment with like like Miz just does great when he's making fun of other he's people. Entertaining. He's entertaining. He's hysterical. He's entertaining. So he could do stuff with that. There's a million ways you can go now. There's a problem though. What Miz going as deep as he went with uh, as far as making fun of Cena with Nakamura, and I'll get into that shortly too. The phones are busy. There's a lot for me to get into, and I will get into that. There's a lot. Teasing everything. Miles in California, you're on a Tash show. What's up? How's it going, man? Yeah. All right, I'm good. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, I got some good, uh, a lot to say on SmackDown. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Hands down, SmackDown was great, in my opinion. What, uh, Nakamura, the segment? Okay, yeah, the Nakamura debut, amazing. Like, seriously amazing. Yeah, that was great. It was awesome. I would. I could totally see a few between them two. Miz and him, I could totally see a few between those two. It's a layup. Uh, and there's a lot of good reasons to have that 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 feud and that that angle with those two guys uh, for sure. Uh, there's no doubt about that, Miles. And, and thank you for calling, buddy. There's definitely uh, uh, it, it's it's a layup angle, and and one of the things with that angle, that is a um, the most important important thing in my opinion about that angle. Nakamura can't talk. Ms. Ken. 
you got to talk them into the seats. Okay? You got to talk them into the seats. Nakamura can speak English. When I say he can't talk, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying he can't speak. When I say talk, I'm talking about cut a promo, cut a real promo. So if you're going to get on a microphone and, and barb, verbally barb with Miz, good luck. And I don't think Nakamura can do that. Now, if they do do that eventually, Nakamura could get over even more because people will feel bad for him. Because in, in your mind, you will watch Nakamura with a mic and you will watch Miz with a mic and you're going to feel bad for Nakamura. Because you're going to think, oh my God, this poor guy's going to get eaten up. And no matter what Nakamura says, he could get on the mic and say, how now, brown cow? Testing, testing. Test one, two. He could say whatever he wants and people are going to pop. And Miz is professional enough and good enough on the mic and his facial expressions are great enough that Miz will play off of him and get Nakamura over. Trust me, guys, this is deep. Even for all of you supposed experts out there, like my call screener. Cowboy. This is deeper than just a wrestling feud with Miz and Nakamura. If they do go this way. And the table seems set to go this way. It really does. What was the other thing I said I was going to talk about with Miz and Nakamura? I can't remember. Do you remember? Hold no, on. you're on a roll. Keep Give me going. a second. Tell me to keep going. There was something else I said I was going to say. Trying to think, hold on, folks. I can't remember. Oh, damn. I gotta get a pen. I gotta write things. I got the dead hand. I can't write. I mean, what do you know? Why do you not retain what I'm saying? I'm the host. It's your job. You're too busy for your next line. Someone's telling you. Hold on. Hang on. Hold on. One more one more time, sir. Oh god. This is brutal. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the expert was right. Oh yeah. What'd he say? Why uh with why it was bad for the Miz to to be continuing the John Cena Nikki Bella angle, the uh total divas thing. What? Why I said it was bad that he was gonna continue yeah. doing that? I said I'm gonna tell you why it was bad that John Cena's gonna continue to No, no, I don't think that's what I said. I think I was saying he's close. I think I was what I meant was what the heck was it? It was um oh. It was something like I was going to get into explaining that <clears throat> it was something with Miz and John Cena. Cowboys close. You're so far away. Well, you haven't said anything yet, so we could just kind of. I know, but I, I know something real good that's going to hit me at the end of the show. Oh, now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got so many thoughts in my brain. I just can't, you know. Uh, Chaos in Mississippi. You're on the Taz show. What's up, guy? What's, what's going on? Good moment, Tab. How are you, boss? Good moment. So uh, I was the one that you uh, that you retweeted last night, uh, and I got to Oh, yes. I, yeah, I remember you. Okay, what's up? Yep, yep, got it. I got a little bit of backlash from a bunch of your listeners last night. It was kind of funny, actually. Yeah, they get, they're passionate. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry about that. That happened to you, but so what's up? Well, what I wanted to say was, I sat down and I thought about the segment last night. Yeah. A little bit more. Because, you know, when you're, quote, unquote, live tweeting the show and you're you're talking about it, you know, it's very instant reaction. Right. Of course. So once I actually, you know, SmackDown was over and, and 205 Live and, and Talking Smack, I, I was watching all that, but I was also thinking about 
the actual segment a little bit more. Right. And I, and I, I thought I overreacted a little bit. Right. But I still come to the same conclusion that, that you talked about earlier, is that had Nakamura bumped Miz instead of or or almost come close if there would have been some kind of confrontation almost, you know, instead mm-hmm. of, well, Nakamura comes out, Miz just exit, and then that's all you see, and that's all it is. That was, I, I probably wouldn't have reacted the way I did. I, I just feel like, and I, and I get what everybody's saying, you know, that you can, Miz can talk anybody into this angle. Miz can talk anybody into any angle because he's so good right, on of the course. mic. Yes. But in that moment, I still, I just, I wanted a little bit of something. And well, it just felt like. A cu- couple things. Chaos. So just, just some advice, like as far as tweeting. I learned this when I was in TNA because he used to have a social media specialist. Sometimes talk to all of us as a group <clears throat> at times or. Um, and, and it was some, actually it was from Spike TV. That's who the guy was from. I shouldn't say it was from TNA, but it was while I was with TNA. And what they said to us was, if you have something passionate, no matter if you're mad or happy, especially mad about something, you want to tweet it. They always say, take 60 seconds and, and type it. Don't hit send, read it, think about it, breathe, and then see if you still want to send it. So you didn't do anything wrong, dude. What you said was you, you, you were passionate about it. You cared. And, that, and that's cool. That doesn't mean you, you have your opinion, bro. That doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong. It doesn't mean my fans are right and you're wrong. You know, but I just want to tell you, what Miz did yesterday, what WWE did with Miz, with Nakamura, was the right thing to do because Miz's job was completed. His job was to set the table for Nakamura to debut. Instead of just coming up cold... For no reason, with a violinist, they come up with a violinist during a guy who's, who they feel has a lot of heel heat. Meanwhile, Miz and Reese, let's be honest, they're starting to become baby faces because they're so freaking entertaining. But, oh, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But so that that's that, he set the table. You know, and, and I learned something a long time ago, Chaos, in the business. <clears throat> Some must die at times for others to take off, meaning to soar. And and Miz didn't die. He, you know, just he gave his segment. He had to give his segment to Nakamura. Now, I, me, the wrestler in me, and, uh, and knowing booking, I would have rather seen Nakamura do his entrance, Miz in the ring, like, how dare you about to say one or two things to the mic that you know he gets kicked or something or dropped by Nakamura while the music's still playing, plays for the pop, and then Miz could powder out. That would have been a traditional way to do it, I guess. They went a different way. Now, a lot of us are wondering, what are they going to do? So now there's questions that are out there. Are they going to go Miz and Nakamura? Are they not? Now, if Miz takes the bump and goes with my idea where Nakamura bumps Miz, now you have to go that way. So right now, WWE, because of their talent shakeup, maybe they don't want to go Miz and, and Nakamura. I think JBL, the one of the announcers, said it best when Nakamura debuted. <clears throat> you know what? Hey, maybe... Uh, Maybe Nakamura stays with us. Hopefully he doesn't leave or go to Raw. That's the right thing for JBL to say. So maybe that's why we didn't see Nakamura bump him. Maybe that's why they didn't do that. Because as I was texting with someone from WWE, you know, it seemed from what I got from this guy, it was the same thing I was thinking. A lot of people wanted him to get bumped, wanted Miz to get bumped. But, but, 
I'm starting to think either Miz or Nakamura ends up on Raw. That's the, I'm starting to, as I'm talking to you, Chaos, I'm talking myself into that. That's why I'm thinking they didn't bump him. Well, and, and that's a good point by you because I, I feel like most people want Nakamura on Raw. But, you know, that's just kind of... Yeah, but what, does it matter... I mean, I mean yeah. it, talent's talent, you know. I, I don't, I don't get hung up in that stuff, dude. I, uh, and I don't. I mean, chaos. I appreciate you calling, bro, and and keep having your passion. Don't worry about it. There's nothing for you to apologize for. You did your thing, dude. It's all good. I, I, I don't get hung up in that. He belongs on this show, that show. I want to see this guy. I don't care. I, as long as you got, you know, yeah, because people are fantasy booking matchups. Like, yeah, I get that. But you know what? You got to get over, and they got to get the talent over, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. I don't get hung up in that. Do you, Dennis? I mean, I don't really. No, know. AJ Styles is on SmackDown, and he's done incredible work. Yeah, but this Miz. We're talking about Miz. Everybody's putting Miz, Miz over. Yeah. Miz is on SmackDown. He's doing great work. So I mean, you know, they, 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 you want to match guys up. You can do. You can do anything. I don't get hung up in the show thing. All right, I got to go to break. All right, so um, other side of break, I'm going to talk more about SmackDown. Take some more of your phone calls. Try and figure out what the heck it was about Miz and not where I wanted to say something else. I just can't remember how it was, and no one here can. And I'm going to tell you about Naomi and why it was so vital for that to happen last night by her getting that victory on Alexa Bliss. Taz Show, be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here, Taz Show, Wednesday edition, talking SmackDown. All sorts of stuff here. Phone lines jammed up. We'll get to the phones in a second. A lot of people want to talk about SmackDown. Some people want to talk about WrestleMania. I'm trying to remember what else I was saying in that first segment uh, that I said that I was going to get to about Miz and Nakamura, and I still can't remember. Dennis was checking. We were doing the rewind gimmick, which is hard to do when we're doing live streaming, believe it or not. A whole nother story. I'm on the gimmick chat. At uh, TazShow.com, you can log in over there and chat up with each other. You can watch the show there. You can log in with your Twitter account, your Facebook account, your Instagram account, your YouTube account, or your uh, the G, I guess it's your Google account. I don't really know. Gimme chat. Gimme chat is a moniker. Gimme chat. The few, the proud. Taz Show Gimme Chatters. That's not it, but something like that. That's the Marines. Yeah, but no, the Marines are few to proud Marines. I was, yeah, you're right. I don't want to hack the Marines. That's not a good idea. Yeah, so, um, I was talking about Na- uh, Naomi. I'm going to talk about her in a second because it was great to see her in that match yesterday defending her new championship against the former champ, right? Alexa Bliss. I like that. Okay, I'm going to get to talk about that in a second. I'm going to tell you why it was important. Uh, right now, why it was important for Naomi to win that match. It galvanizes her because she won that that championship. She won back her championship that she technically never lost due to her injury. She won back that championship at Mania in a match with a bunch of other girls. And so it's good booking by WWE to uh, let's galvanize her. Let's there's no, leave no doubt, as we would say. Leave no doubt that she uh, is the alpha female. You know, and on the uh, SmackDown female division, that she beat the former champ, and it's just good business via tap out. It's good business. It's smart. You know, it's very smart, and it's important. That's that's why you got that match. I really, truly believe that. And um, 
We've seen WWE do this before and other companies, and it's smart. You know? I, I, I liked it. I think it worked. I definitely think it worked. So, uh, all good. Hey, uh, Sean, Indiana, you're on the Tash Show. Hey, Tess. Uh, I appreciate you taking my calls two days in a row. Uh, so, good moment to you all. Oh, all right. Lucky you. Two days in a row. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah, good moment. We'll see. we'll see. Maybe you can do it three in a row. Oh, we're, we're going to go for the for the turkey. That's for sure. We'll but see. Maybe you can get a yeah a triple uh, uh, gimmick, Lindy. Okay, what's up, bro? Well, I wanted to. Uh, I, you kind of touched on it before you went to break, but with all the uh, with the with the superstar shakeup that's coming, do you think kind of the reason we didn't see, you know, Braun and Brock on Raw, and then maybe Miz and Nakamura, and you know, a lot of these guys that they didn't really immediately throw into programs. Do you think there's a good chance that? A lot of these guys get shook over to Raw, even though we just saw Miz on SmackDown. Or do you think a lot of the top marquee talent may stay where they are? Well, what do you, what do you mean about Braun and Brock? You said Brock. Uh, I'm sorry, Braun was on uh, and Brock. They're both on Raw. They were there, right? Well, yeah, well I'm, I mean, I'm kind of touching on that too. Um, sorry to, to bleed over onto Monday, but you know, they came out. They kind of had their showdown, and then you know, Braun, you know, kind of backed away. Um, I talked you know, about that yesterday. Oh, uh, my apologies. I'm, I must have missed that. Okay. But uh, do you think a reason why a lot of those um, programs didn't really get started, we just saw a lot of debuts, do you think there's a chance that some of these guys are going to move around? Or you well, yeah, that's kind of what I was just saying, uh, Sean. If, you know, I, I, and thank you for calling. That's what I was just saying about uh, as I was talking to the gentleman called Doyle, I think it was Chaos. I was saying earlier, I was thinking as I was speaking to that gentleman that, you know, this is why uh, they didn't go with the routine of having Nakamura bump Miz out. Um, and I started thinking, ah, because one of them is going to Raw. That's why. So why start something if one of them's going to Raw? And, you know, and, you know, I'm not big into sauces. I got sauces. I don't do that. But I got friends. I don't have sauces. I have people I used to work with. You know, wrestlers, broadcast people, uh, production people, uh, you know, referees that I'm friends with in all the companies. They're not sauces. Okay? I, get, I actually, to be honest with you, it's just a sidetrack for one second on SmackDown. And Dennis, you know this because, you know, we talk and we're friends and, well, we talk. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, we talk. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Yeah. I apologize for nothing. Friends is used to loosely around here, but, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, we speak at times. And, dude, you know the deal. The things that I hear that people tell me in confidence, that confide in me, from companies, namely WWE, I don't even share out here. You know that. You don't tell me. Some things I have. Oh, well, Some, then I don't. <laughs> you don't make it known that. Man, you are sharp as a bowling ball, dude. I got to tell you. Uh, I got a belly like that. <laughs> Get in my belly! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, no, you, you're, very, you're very good. But you're not. That's never been your I don't do your that. gimmick. You're not I, one I to... could do, my I could do a show. <laughs> if I was like one of those guys that had no integrity and was going to stooge off things I I know or heard, oh, hey, that would be crazy. I'm telling you, dude, I don't I'm not going to do that. That's just not me, you know? Um I I I uh I just can't. But but I I'm just telling you guys right now. Like the more I'm thinking about this thing, the more one of those guys, either either uh, you know Nakamura or Miz, are going to Raw, one of them is. It's gonna happen. That's why there was no. Now I I still like the thing I was initially saying. I would if you keep them both on the same show, 
I would definitely put them in a program because you did set a table. So that's that's the beauty of not bumping my guests. That was smart by Vince not to do that. Okay, because now you you have like I said, you have you have a you have a, a, a clean slate. But I do think it's smart if you were to program those two guys because you need to program Nakamura with somebody who can truly cut a promo and get some heat on the microphone. You do need that. And I think Miz would be great. But we'll see. That's what that's what they did so well last night. And that's what this superstar shakeup thing is so, you know, it was done right. By Vince making the announcement, uh, you know, Stephanie's going to be out hurt. She's out hurt. And they make Kurt Angle GM on the Raw. They got the Daniel Bryan doing the thing. You know, it's all good. So right now, it makes you want to watch Monday Night Raw. That's their job. They're trying to hook you. Oh, this is the thing that I wanted to say. This is the thing about Miz and Nakamura. This is the thing. <laughs> Dennis, get that look of it. Yeah, I knew you'd come through, pal. That's why you win awards, Taz. That's why. Got it early. I thought you said by the end of the show, you hit it in the second quarter. And <sighs> I just lost it. Oh no way. God. I think I did. Oh, man. Miz and Nakamura. Let me back up. <laughs> So I was talking about Vince. I was talking about, dude. This is like I get the super tip. superstar shakeup. Right, super, superstar shakeup. They I did, had it. They didn't bump. Right, they didn't bump. Keep going. Come on. Um, they didn't bump. Ms. Macmore. They didn't bump. Oh uh, man, I'm so intimidated. I'm so nervous. I'm on the air. Uh, <laughs> one man. of them. One of them or both of them could go to Raw. Yeah. It'll come to me. Holly in Michigan. You're on the Taz show. How are you this morning, Taz? I'm pretty good. Hey. I want to talk about uh, the Hardy Boys returning. Yes, sir. I loved it, but I want to give you a little history lesson. You give me a lesson. All right, go for it. Yeah. When they won April 2nd this year, 10 years ago, April 2nd, 2007, in Dayton, Ohio, they won the World Tag Team titles. Wait a minute. So 10 years ago on April 2nd April? in yeah. Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, and that was uh, so that was for WWE. Where was it? What did they do? What, what titles? WWE. WWE. WWE World Tag Team titles at the time. That's interesting. I wonder why um, WWE didn't say that. I wonder why they didn't... Did they mention that on the air? No. Huh. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Wow. Wikipedia, right? Wicker Jones? Google? What are you, GTS and stuff? What are you doing? No, because I remember because WrestleMania was the night before in Detroit, Michigan, and they were both in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And you're from Michigan, Damn, yeah. that makes sense now. All right. Dude, I didn't know that. That's actually a pretty cool history lesson. That is. That you did give me a lesson. You schooled me, son. All right. That's it, I guess, right? That's all I want to talk. And oh. remind you that yeah. you want to talk about how you made Nakamura's entrance better. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Holly, I need to hire you for my show because that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, Holly. Thank you, buddy. Yep. And how you want to make the segment better? Make the what better? The segment between Miz and Nakamura better. I know. I can't, that part I can't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying. Um, no, thank you, Holly, for calling. He's right. So here's how I would have made this is nubworthy. Straight up on at the box. On, on the Q-tip, as the kids used to say. This is, this is how I would have made Nakamura. Look, Nakamura's debut better. Okay, the, uh, the violinist, that was great. It was. It caught us by surprise. It was really cool. Why in the holy high hell WWE? Oh, I need cameras. What is this? Camera 38, whatever we call it. Why will you not go and just take 
<laughs> our girl Katie Livendahl and her two buddies and have them do that sick entrance for Nakamura. The piano, the girl spinning upside down, the violinist. Hello? It's a layup. Dennis, could you imagine? Why am I screaming? It would have been awesome if they would have had Katie and her friends do Nakamura's entrance. That's how I would have made it better. You start off with a spotlight. What I don't know what that was called. Katie said the girl's doing the upside down, the ballerina, whatever that was called. Upside down ballerining, I think they call it. And something like that. I think that's what it is. No. Yeah. That's the scientific yeah, term. Yeah. And then just put a spotlight on that. And Miz is like, what the? And then you just come out and you see the girl playing the violin. And you see Katie with the piano. And dude, right or wrong, how powerful is that? It's pinned on Katie Lindahl's Twitter, for those that don't know what I'm talking We played it on the Taz show here. I think that's... That's not debut worthy. That's like WrestleMania worthy. I, That's well, I think they missed the boat on that too. They should have did that NXT uh, on the Takeover. That's what they should have did. And is, but is, no on SmackDown would have been huge. That would have been better than just a violinist playing. I bet we'd see it at some point, just based on the amount of times the WWE's hacked your ideas. That would shock me. Wouldn't surprise me that at some point we see Katie tickling the ivory, as they say. Katie, Katie, Katie tickling. She's Katie. What's Katie tickling? What's she doing? The ivory. Tickle, tickle. Coochie, coo. <laughs> That's a gif. Gif, gif. That's definitely someone's gifing that. Uh, Andrew in New Mexico, you are on a Taz show. Hey, Taz. Hi. Um, so, yes. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about two things. Um, the first thing is, so I was watching the Hall of Fame ceremony, and I, I'm going to tell you, I literally popped when Tony Timmel came on Best. and introduced Edge and... I want to say say this. People give wrestling fans a bunch of like stuff, especially your fans. But your fans on the Twitter were showing me love. But you're the guy who came on the show and you did the Tony Chimmel. Yeah. So, so now I got to put you on the spot because now you're gonna have no. Hold on. You got you got sorry. You got to lay out for the drum roll. Um, and what you're gonna do? Is you are gonna do the entrance in a three, two, one. Making his way to dream. The radar show <laughs> Andrew, you are the man. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Oh, that guy's something else. That was good. That was good stuff. That was funny. I, dude, I can't remember what I was going to say. Is this a problem? No, when, when in past, yes, but when Andrew calls... Nobody, nobody does Tony Chimmel. I, I no, I understand. Look, I'm trying to remember what it was I was going to say. You were it, talking about now. Are didn't we? Did you listen to the audio back? Didn't you find out what I was looking for? Well, we I were... hit the stuff about that. I felt like Katie and her friends should have did Nakamura's entrance. That would have been better. But there was something else that I said at the top of the show. Had to make the segment better. But I thought you covered that right after when you said that they should have bumped. I know. I'm so indecisive. I could... It doesn't. It doesn't hurt, Ms. Oh, and Maurice. Say it again. Because, yeah, I was saying something about Vince, right? And I was saying about uh, about clean uh, clean slate, clean slate. Okay, now you got a clean slate with Miz, got a clean slate with everybody. Once you do the shake-up thing, but there was something. Why it's uh, you, you got people wondering? I covered that. I just can't remember. There was something really good there. It'll come to me tomorrow, or maybe next week. It's okay. I'm moving on. Uh, Matt in San Antonio, you're on the Taz Show. Thanks, Dennis. What's up, man? How's it going, Taz? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, two quick comments, and then actually three really quick. I just thought of one. 
uh, one, Nakamura last night was great to see him. Two, with NXT, are they draining the talent pool in NXT too quick without replacing one after taking one? Meaning- they don't care. I, I do. I do think they are a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Bobby Roode, he's gonna. He's got to. You know, it's. I, I feel for Bobby. You still got guys like him there. You got Sanity there. Who knows what the superstar shakeup though? But no, I, I don't disagree with you, man. I mean, um, I do think they're going a little quick with it, and I think it's something that. But at the end of the day, they, they unfortunately, and I'm sure Triple H doesn't want this. And, uh, you know, and I, I feel for the guy for the amount of work he put in. But, you know, um, <clears throat> it's a feeder system at the end of the day. It's a feeder system. That's what it is, Dennis, your gimmick right. fell. Um, so, yeah, it's a feeder system. And, you know, <clears throat> you got to feed SmackDown. you got to feed Raw. And, and, and I'm not saying I agree with it. I never thought NXT should be a feeder system. Thank you, Matt, for calling. I've always felt <clears throat> like, uh, look, I, I have not talked with Triple H in ages, um, but I've always felt like I'm on the same page as him, and it's his baby. You know that that's sh- that, you know it shouldn't be a feeder. It should never been looked. At. It should be a third brand. That's my opinion. Because look at when you watch talents come from NXT into the main roster. Ty Dillinger is a perfect example. Okay, Ty Dillinger yesterday. Now the guy's been working for quite some time. He's far from a rookie. But he's a fresh face, right? His debut, you could just tell the poise of this guy from a production standpoint. He knew camera work. He knew he knew everything about how they shoot and everything. Like that's stuff that people don't understand. Like the intricacies of working a camera, playing towards a camera, having that poise on that big stage. And Ty Dillinger just looked like he belonged there for the past fifteen years. And it's because he's really good at what he does, because he's a student in the game, he's not a rookie, and because he's been in NXT for quite some time. So, you know, that helps these guys when they come into the main roster. It does, because they understand from production elements how things are done, because it's very similar to Raw and SmackDown, what NXT does, similar. So, you know, it it, it helps you. You know, it does. I I remember when I first debuted in, in WWE, and I remember when I first debuted in TNA, uh, first thing I found was the executive producers and talked to them day of the show. What are you doing? How do you shoot? What's your main cameras? What do you do with your handhelds? I want to know. Because it, it, Oh, and I just remembered what it is I wanted to talk about. So just do it, hit it now. I know. TV show. TV show. TV show. Here it is. It took me an hour. Jesus Christmas. Hey, yeah, yeah. Ms. Nakamura. To anybody that's saying... You know, uh, hey, it's it wasn't good what they did. Not just chaos. Other people felt that. It hurt Miz and all that stuff. It hurt Miz. This is what I wanted to say. Oh, my God. All this weight, and it really is not that big of a deal. Jesus. <laughs> you got to realize, at the end of the day, that what WWE is doing is they, they are, before they're a wrestling company, they are a TV company. They are making a movie, mini movies, every week. That's what they do. Not that wrestling doesn't mean anything. Not that that ring doesn't mean anything. Not that the talent's work rate doesn't mean anything. Because all that stuff is vital. But at the end of the day, all of that encompasses one thing. TV show. Because that's the money. The product of the, the... For Vince McMahon, and trust me, I know how he thinks when it comes to this. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. The thing is, it's the grandiose of the TV production, of the TV show the overview of the TV show. And that's what I felt 
watching Nakamura debut where, you know, Miz was cutting his promo. <clears throat> it's TV. TV first. That made a great TV moment. Dennis, from a fan's perspective, you feel me on this? So you get you get what I'm saying? It it was awesome. From a, from I'm a, not asking your opinion if it was awesome. I'm asking you, sir, please. Oh, I'm, I'm, I ask you a question. You're, you're playing co-host again. I'm asking you a question. No, please. I, I know everybody hates me that likes you, and I don't care. But here's the thing. Not many people like I, I know that. That's true. Because you don't apologize. But the thing is this. I'm asking you a question, sir. Please. Do you, did, did, do you feel like it was a TV moment when I just explained that? Did that help you understand it better? Yeah. No, it but absolutely... you like Nakamura, so you like the segment anyway. Yes, but... Well, certainly. But it definitely had a TV moment. You know, mid... He holds the ropes for her. She's about to come out, and all of a sudden, the violin hits, and everybody... Well, the ropes thing, by the way, I want to just mention, I'm glad you brought that up. Did you see how, like, Maurice <laughs> yeah. didn't know what to do? She was... wanted to go through the bottom one. He's got the middle dude, one. Dude, it was so funny. That was, then they worked that out. But, dude, I'm, tell, I, I, I'm a huge mark for Maurice. I, she's funny, man. She's good. That, I, she does Nikki Bella better than Nikki Bella does Nikki Bella. She really does. It's, it's really funny. But, no, I'm just saying, like, the TV moment. It's a TV moment. You know what I mean? Oh, it was great. Oh, saw me. Probably had guess. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Know. I just felt like I just felt like that's. It comes. It's about TV first. That's my whole point. The grandiose, the production. It's 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 big. It's bigger than life. You know. That's how they do it. That's how they do their thing. Big as life. Aaron in Arkansas, you are on the Tash Show. Good moment, fellas. Good moment, pal. All right. So I was at WrestleMania, but first I just got to ask that Nakamura guy. That's what you call over, right? He's over, you know, no doubt, especially in Orlando, and that helped. I mean, he's over everywhere, but it helped in Orlando because you got a ton of the NXT people there, and that's why it was smart also for WWE to debut a couple of the NXT guys over the two days. Yeah, exactly, and uh, Ty Dillinger, I, I think it's hilarious that he never won a match in NXT, and when he gets to SmackDown, Kurt Hawkins jobs out to him. But it's okay because it's uh, – see, no, no, it, it is okay because it's it's <laughs> – it's it's about I say it all the time, Aaron. It's not about wins and losses. It's about the way your uh, the perception of the character you display and what the company how the company displays your character. Hey, Sandman no, hardly won. Uh, he didn't win a ton of matches uh, for a good chunk of time in in ECW, and I can tell you he was the most over guy that you could have on a roster. Okay, yeah. and he was over. And so, dude, it don't that win and loss thing, dude. That don't mean that much to me. I got to be honest with you. Sometimes no, it does. Sometimes I it's important, being, though. I'm sorry, Sagan. I was just being facetious. I was just playing. Well, that's my role. Wait, wait, you stealing my gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I wanted to say about WrestleMania, I went to the Hall of Fame. I went to WrestleCon, Ring of Honor, and Mania, and all of it. I just wanted to let you know, Taz, yes. that if I would have seen you at WrestleCon, and I don't know if you do any signings or meet and greets. It doesn't really seem like it's your thing. It's not. But there would be a lot of people whose weekend would have been made if you were there. Oh, that's really nice. That's nice to hear. I appreciate that. That's nice of you, dude. I am actually, I mean, it's not going to help you. You live in Arkansas. But yeah. I am doing a signing. I usually do one, maybe two a year, tops. I'm doing I'm doing one this year, and that's actually in a couple of weeks. Uh, Dennis, if find out the I think it's the April fifteenth. It's a Saturday, but it's in in New York here. It's in Queens, New York. At a, uh, oh. it's actually me and Sabu. Uh, we're together, just him and I doing a sign together for. Uh, it's like a sports memorabilia type of place. I think it's called wrestling. It's a wrestling universe. What's it called? It's April fourteenth. April wrestling 4th. universe. Wrestling universe. Yeah. So it's gonna be Sabu and I. Uh, I don't think we've ever done nothing like this before. Where we're gonna do a signing together. So. Um, 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I don't. It's got to be something cool for me. It's not an ego thing, dude. I just, you know what? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I spent a lot of time traveling in my whole career. You know, um, that's number one. Number two, Aaron, you gotta understand something different than no disrespect to any of the guys and girls that do all those signings. I have a full time gig here. I work full time. You know, so totally. But a lot of people don't realize that I, I'm out here every day grinding. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I, it, so weekends I'm off. I'm chilling. You know, I mean, so, and I, I got a special that I do, you know, as you know, I did my special after Mania, and it's, that's done in New York City, and we do it here, that's what CBS wants, and I agree with them, we're right, right, we feel like, the, you know, it's a, we're in the middle of the world here in New York City, and, and, and that's where we do the specials, you know what I'm saying, that's where the main studios are for us, for this company, and that's that, you know. No, I get you. You know, I was just, I just wanted you to know, you know, I met all the, anybody who was anything in the last 30 years or so, Barry Windham, Tully Blanchard, Mr. Hughes. I would have loved to see you there. Well, that's cool. Well, one day maybe we'll meet. Did you bump into any other uh, Tasho fans? Uh, there was one guy at Ring of Honor, and I caught him hacking you. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Was it Mike you Johnson? Who was it? It was not Mike Johnson. Oh, it looked like Mike Johnson, but it wasn't him. <laughs> What was there he was doing? A guy sitting directly in front of me, and I heard him talking to somebody. And somehow they got off on Tyler Bate, uh-huh. and he goes, "The thing I love the most about Tyler Bate is his sledgehammer theme song." And I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 oh, whoa!" Oh man, come on now! Did he really say you that? Can't take credit for that. Out of boy, I told him I was. I, I let him know right there. I was Aaron from Arkansas, and he apologized <laughs> to me. That's tremendous. <laughs> That's funny, Aaron, and thank you for calling. That's funny. I like that. See, that guy tried to hack me. Unbelievable. And he's a fan of the show. Son of a gun. All right, I got to go to break here. No one else is paying attention to the break wheel clock except for me, the host. I do everything. So, that's the deal. All right, other side of break, we will uh, continue discussing uh, SmackDown. Take some more calls. We'll also be on, uh, what do you call it later on? Uh, is, this the, is this what I think it is? You know it. It's Katie. Katie Lindendahl. I don't know the. She's on piano, Katie. And I don't know. I, I don't know, know the other two names. Her friend's name who plays the violin. Listen to this. It's beautiful. Tasha, we'll be right back. Listen to this for a second while, while it plays. Then we're going to break. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the gimmick chat over at Tashshow.com. Gimmick chat. I was reading some of the stuff during the break. I love looking at the gimmick chat. You guys can log in there at Tashshow.com while you watch the show and interact with each other. And uh, who's this here? Uh, Joe Joyner. He uh, made a, he had a pretty good post. He said, Taz should have Triple H on the Taz show. It's best for business. Hey, I'd love to have Triple H. I never thought of that. I'd love to have him on. I don't, I don't know if he would. I doubt he'd come on. I just don't. I don't, I don't think he'd come on. I'd love to have him on. I haven't talked to the guy in a long time. Him and I never had a problem. You know? I mean, I made, a fun, I made fun of his nose out here before. 
I mentioned that his nose is big, you know, but he's referenced my lack of height. But I'm not tall, I don't mean to. <laughs> come on, come on. No, but, uh, you know, well, once in a while, you know. I wouldn't mind having the guy on for sure. It'd be great. I'd love that month. But I, I, I don't, uh, I don't usually, in a couple times I've asked for guests, I've, it's a weird thing. I mean, now he's the boss of talent relations, so it's a little bit of a different deal. But, I mean, I, I, I've, they usually, uh, I usually get a very respectful, oh, you know, this is this or that. It's not from Triple H, it's from people who work for him. Then there's been times like, yeah, who do you want? Who do you need? I, you know, if I do need or want a guest for something. You know, they've given me several over time. Finn Balor's been on my show and Samoa Joe when he... Well, Samoa Joe was on my show a couple times. And once when he was with TNA. Uh, I think nobody left TNA. I can't remember. And while he was with WWE, actually right after right after he won the NXT title, I think he was on the show on the special, right? The SummerSlam special, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So that was thanks to WWE on that. Um, and I'm missing somebody. Uh, they've, they've given me a couple other guests. Not many. But I don't ask a lot. You know, I don't... I. You know, I'm different than a lot of the shows, man. You know, I don't, um, you know, I, I don't, they don't look at me as media, in my opinion. They never told me that. I just don't, because I'm, I'm, you know, I know where the body's buried, you know? You're, you're not media. <laughs> I'm not media, right? So it's like, I, they don't look at me like as media, you know? I'm not, that's not my, my shtick, and that's cool. I'm good with that. So I don't, you know, you know, this is an expression in the business. You know, you're one of the boys. You're always one of the boys, and... So it's like I'm not. I'm not gonna. I would never put any any of their talent, any other wrestling company's talent that was a guest on my show. I've never ever put anybody in the spot. For you fans that are longtime fans of my show, and when I had my Human Podcast Machine podcast, you know, um, I, I always joke around that my my shtick is my show is the. Uh, I pride myself what I used to always say. Um, I don't ask the hard questions. Like, I ask you the layups. Like, I, I always, I just want to have fun. I just want to hang out and talk to the boys. Like, you know, when you're in a locker room and you're lacing your boots up and there's a guy next to you lacing his boots up or you just got done wrestling, you, there is no hard questions. You don't talk about that stuff. Whatever hard questions there are, you just chill and have a conversation. That's kind of what I've always done when I've had guests. You know, no matter if they're in studio here from Van Damme to Alberto De Rio or Jeremy Borash or whoever, <clears throat> um, to any guest that's been on the show. So, as far as Triple H goes, I, I'd love to have him on the show. Absolutely. There, there, there are some things I'd love to ask him uh, about NXT. I'm, I am so impressed with NXT. And I've said this publicly a zillion times. And what he's done. Uh, he's fortunate. The resources that he's given, I think he'd admit that, he would admit that. But he's made a lot out of – a lot of people get resources and don't make squat out of it. Well, he's a driven guy, hence his success. So I'd love to have him on. I don't think he'd ever come on. You know, now now Joe Joyner on the gimmick chat here at TashShow.com, he's got me thinking. I just can't – I just, you know, I'm not I – don't, I don't like to ask. I don't, you know, I don't like to contact their office or text somebody there and – I just, ah, I'm weird like that. Dennis, maybe you should contact uh, WWE and, and ask for Triple H to come on the show. Hey, hey, this is Dennis, uh, producer of the Taz Show. Um, is Triple H free tomorrow? Taz wants to talk to him. How far do you think I would get in that? What if do you I, mean no? If I said that exact line, how far until I just heard the, the click? What are you nuts? That's what you'd hear. And, and then, this is and Dennis then, from the Taz. Hello? 
Dude, Hello? you wouldn't even get on. You wouldn't even get through. There'd be no click. There'd be no, you'd get a I'd voicemail. I'd get the automated message. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the WWE. Talent relations. Uh, yeah. Please hold. And yeah. I come in tomorrow, I'm still on hold. <laughs> You're like, how you doing? I'm like, uh, still waiting, buddy. Still waiting. The closest you're getting to get Triple H's shows, they'll play Triple H's music during the break <laughs> on the, while you're on hold. Time to play the game. Whatever his song is. Time to play the game. <coughs> song's actually awesome, his song. Time to play the game. You <coughs> should have them on, right? Yeah. Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Thank you for calling. <laughs> How can I help you? Yes. Taz would like uh, to Can have, we get this guy on? Can we get Triple H on? The guy who has this music? Uh, well, Triple H says he doesn't know who Taz is. <laughs> and you would be like... Well, I know he, I, he wrestled them, and they worked together for a long time. And the, no, he says he had never heard of them. Oh. Tez. <laughs> oh, you know him with two Zs. He's, yeah, he, he he's one Z. He's one Z. He knows a guy, Tez, that you had two Zs, but he, he, said, he said that guy is on an island somewhere and disappeared. <laughs> with Tupac. Well, he's right. He's on an island. It's called Manhattan. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh that Tez. Oh, that Tez. Click. <laughs> Sorry, man. I tried. It's time to play the game. Oh, uh, jeez. Anyway, I'd love that month. That'd be great. But um, I don't know. Hopefully, no one tweets him. <laughs> that poor guy. He. That's must... not even a sarcastic. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's. I because I you know, I mean I I get a lot of tweets. I can imagine he's got a lot more followers than me. He must get smothered with tweets. There's no way that guy's reading all his tweets. There's no way. He's let's, let's hope he, not. He's muting MF is nonstop because, you know, I got my social media people muting people left and right. Uh-oh, stooged it off. No, I'm kidding. I don't have people doing it left and right, but there was definitely muting happening. I mute Dennis. Uh, Jeff in Massachusetts, you're on the Taz Show. <laughs> What's going on, Taz? How are you, champ? Good, good. I uh, just want to give a little um, talk about a uh, WrestleMania real quick and talk about Raw and SmackDown real quick yes, on sir. that too. Go for it. Uh, I thought WrestleMania was awesome and uh, had a great, uh, great surprise and awesome matches for the most part. Yes, uh, I, I, agree. I, I, I honestly, real quick, gotta say uh, Shane and AJ was the best. Well, um, and it's tough. They were in a tough spot. They were on the first match, which is there's a lot more matches after that, so it's tough to remember what they did. But they they did stuff that was memorable. I have to, oh, absolutely, and I enjoyed the latter match, of course, and the Brock Lesnar and uh, Goldberg. Yep. Uh, the, I didn't. I didn't really care much about the Battle Royal or the WWE title. It was just. I'm just kind of. Uh, I'm on the same page as you with there, Jeff. I think I. I kind of agree with that. Uh, as far as you know, as far as Raw and SmackDown, Raw was. Raw was pretty good. I love the revival, the debut. That mm. was kick ass. Yep. They, they showed that they they are truly heels at the end. Yeah, I, I agree. Here's my thing, though. I want to tell you real quick, though, Jeff. What I think, and I and I like the revival debut too. But I got to tell you, like revival debuted on Raw. Uh, who else uh, for next team debuted on Raw? Uh, was that it? Just revival? I'm trying to remember now. On Raw, Raw seems like it was eons ago. Just uh, revival. Just revival. <laughs> if like revival debuted, let's say they were in hypothetically, you know, um, you know, Green Bay, and they were doing live Raw. 
You know, and it mm-hmm. was not the that it was not after WrestleMania. What if they have gotten that reaction? Would Ty Dillinger gotten that reaction if it wasn't in Orlando and it was three weeks from now? You know, at a uh, a in Boston doing a SmackDown. You know, I'm not saying they wouldn't have gotten that same reaction because NXT is over, but would oh, yeah. they have gotten that same reaction? You know, and thank you, Jeff, for calling. Now. I'm not knocking Dillinger or Nakamura or Revival. I'm not. What I'm doing actually is putting over the WWE and saying it's it's that's what you want to do. You want to maximize someone's exposure. You want to maximize someone's pop. And that's what WWE did. They made sure they did it right there in Orlando, back-to-back nights, Monday and Tuesday, debut these guys. So now on TV, the vast audience sees this reaction, even if they are from Green Bay and they don't follow NXT, or they are from Boston and they don't follow NXT. Now they're seeing these these guys debut like, okay, and then they go on the internet, they oh, I see this. Oh, wow, this guy's the real deal. Because there are a lot of people that don't know NXT. And to my point yesterday on my show, I talked about Michael Cole with the revival, how Michael Cole gave descriptives while those guys were in the ring of who was who. And he did the right thing, Cole. Because that is coming from the boss. Because that's how you have to do it. Because you have to assume most don't know who these guys are. Because not everybody is watching NXT. Intricate details of how broadcasting is done properly. Michael Cole did that the right way with Revival. And that's my point about Green Bay and Boston or whatever. You know, uh, It's not a knock on, on NXT. It's actually putting over the WWE. By giving those guys the best opportunity to get over, by having them debut in Orlando, was the right thing. So, now Dennis, I'm going to try this one more time in this show. Um, from a fan's perspective, without you giving me one of your 25-minute commentaries, don't give me a one-word answer. Somewhere in between the two? Somewhere in there. Okay. How do you feel about that? I'm curious from a fan's perspective. They did the right thing. I love the sentence. But you're, you're going to say but. No buts. I was, I agree so with you. So basically, okay. Great. I'm glad you could add to the show. Um, also on the gimmick chat, I want to. I have a question for somebody that's on the gimmick chat. Latin underscore hero. Wow. Oh, no. This is not a question. This is actually putting over Katie. I read the wrong guy. But I'll put it over anyway. Latin underscore hero said, wow, Katie has crazy skills on that piano. Much respect. No doubt. Uh, for real. Uh Latin hero, there's no doubt. Okay, that's the guy. Yeah, he asked the same question earlier. Okay, I get it. Talents, reaction. No, he didn't. This is a question. I'm a little confused. Talent reactions are vital in the match. Smiling must be limited. Latin underscore hero, who are you talking about? I don't know. I, I replied to you on here, and I said, meaning who? I don't know who you're talking about. Who's over smiling? I don't know. Who, I don't know who he's speaking of. I don't know. Are you on the gimmick chat, Dennis? I'm looking, yes. Because I have things to do. I, I can't just stare at the gimmick chat. If Latin underscore hero answers, please let me know. I'm very busy. I have a lot to do. Uh, Charlie in Brooklyn, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, guys? How you doing? How are you, buddy? Good, man. Uh, two quick ones. It's been a while since I called. Um, so, watching WrestleMania and knowing that they went with the whole roller coaster theme, I couldn't help but think, and knowing how Vince loves to try to go outside the box and... yeah. When he sticks to wrestling, he's extremely successful. When he does bodybuilding contests and XFL, he fails pretty bad. So what? Um, what, what are you he's not he's going to get into the theme park business? What is he doing? I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know what, what, he's, <laughs> what he's saying, bro. I'm, yeah, I'm wondering if I can't help but think 
if uh, and knowing that they're based in Orlando and everything, which is like the theme park capital of the world, if you think that they might, I don't. I think it would fail if he made his own amusement park of WWE. But I would think he shoots for the moon, so it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. But do you think there's like a chance that he's thinking about like with Universal or somebody at least having like WWE Land or WWE The Ride? I think it's a good Charlie. I think it's a good observation by you. A couple of things I want to say because I think it's a very good. You made a couple of good points here. Okay. But something I want to make clear with you, too. First thing I want to make clear with you is I think what they did, what building a roller coaster, it was part of the set. Again, like I said earlier, Charlie, if you heard me, it's about a TV show, and WrestleMania is about a big, that's the big, that's big, as big as the Super Bowl. So it's about production. It's a set. It's part of the set. That wasn't an active roller coaster that people could go on. Oh, no, I know that. I know it wasn't an actual ride. I'm I'm thinking in in his mind, is he thinking? Well, that's what I'm going to get to. And now, uh, just... One thing you said that is very true about him. He does shoot for the moon, for real. But he also is, and he has a team of people that are genius marketers. Genius. I've learned so much about marketing things for my own show from WWE, working under there, under them for so long, that I've worked at places like TNA, and, 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 and I have to be frank, even here, where they don't... Uh, it's the marketing's different. Let's just put it nicely. Right. <laughs> There's nobody better than than that WWE team, and it starts with Vince when it comes to promotion and marketing. I would, I would, to your point, bro. It would not shock me if there was a, a theme park ride named after WWE or John Cena or something like that at a Universal or at a uh, you know Walt Disney uh, Disney World or something. I don't think Vince would go into the. Um, into the uh, theme park business, though. No, I don't think he would. He would try to open up a, uh, a theme park. I don't think so. No. Yeah, that, I, I don't, don't think. No. I didn't think that would be successful. I think a ride would. And oh yeah. Honestly, I'm not actually even knocking him for stuff like the XFL. I commend him for being a person. He's someone that you know I find inspiring. That looks outside the box and is constantly shooting. For I am proud enough to say that I've worked closely with him over years. You know, and um, you know, and and Charlie, to your point. Uh, he is something to uh, – he is a guy to look up to because no matter how tough – and thank you for calling, Charlie. Good call there. No matter how tough he is around the edges, and at times he's very tough to work for. Um, he's very demanding. Um, he's tough. Right? He's as tough as you think he is. But the one thing about that man is he's fair as F, okay? He's a fair guy, and the one thing about him is loyal. He is loyal to you. If you're loyal, he knows it. He feels it, and he is loyal to you. That's the truth. Totally. Totally. Um, so I, I got to tell you, I, I, um, I think that um, him trying back in the day, WBF, the Bodybuilding Federation, or, or the XFL, and I was in WWE while that whole XFL thing was happening. Man, he was all in. I mean, he spent a lot of money on that stuff, and he put a lot of effort into it. Um, he's always looked at, you know, and, I, and, I, and this is something that's important, and Another noteworthy thing here, but like Vince, in my time working with him, I rapidly felt from him that he looked at the WWE much bigger than wrestling. And that's not a shock to a lot of you guys, but like he felt like it was his obligation on behalf of the business, like the Hall of Fame. And I've mentioned this in the past, like to, to have a Hall of Fame where guys that even if they didn't have success or even entered the WWF or E or whatever, 
that he needs to recognize them. He felt like, he feels like that's his obligation to the industry, to the business, and the business his dad started that he then took over, you know, the WWE's business and the wrestling industry. But I'm telling you right now, Vince looks at the business that it's so far removed, so eons ago, where the smoke-filled arenas with the spotlight over the ring and the carny talkers, you know, and, and you know, uh, uh, the shady promoters and all that, and guys get hurt. Hey, you're on your own. You know, screw you. I, I told you, man, there were a lot of people that, not a lot, there are a handful of people that have said WWE's done wrong by them when it came to injuries. I've talked about this before, and I'll say it to my dying day. I've been injured in WWE more than once, and every time I was injured, I cannot begin to tell you how great they were to me and put me at ease and gave me the right doctors and trainers and rehab. And I was not a big-time main eventer there. And they did the right thing by me, always. Any injuries I've had, they really have. So um, I have... uh, I have nothing negative to say about them with that. Nothing. You never hear me say that because it's true. So, you know, that's the deal on that. Um, so uh, any uh, update here on a gimmick chat from uh, Latin underscore hero? Because I want to know who he's talking about with this whole thing. Nothing from Latin hero What yet. happened to him? I mean, I, I don't understand. What happened? He's saving st- lives. He's, st- <laughs> he's a hero. <laughs> yeah, good point. What, what do you think heroes do, Taz? They <laughs> save lives, damn it. That's what they do. Garrick in Chicago. You're on the Taz Show. Good moment, Taz. How are you, pal? Good moment. I'm good, man. Um, I got a... Well, I wanted to answer your question, you know, since the Lumberjack didn't really... He gave you a simple answer. I wanted to answer your question for you. Okay. Yeah, he's you know, a simple man. Re- got it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I got a quick question after that. But from a fan perspective about, um, you know, when they debuted it, I knew who they were, but... My girlfriend. Who's they? When she, you talking about? You talking about? Who you talking about? Uh, revival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I knew who they were, but when my girlfriend seen them, she was like, "Who? Who are they?" Because she don't watch the okay, NXT product. All right, so I was just gonna ask you. She don't watch those. But let me ask you something about your girlfriend. Does she watch like Raw and SmackDown regularly, or she just checks it out once in a while while you're watching? Or is she like a big fan? No, no, she she watch it. She watch it regularly. Okay. She watch. But see, so that, so to my point, Garrick, you, okay, so that's, your girlfriend's a perfect example of the casual fan, the mass yeah. fan, you know, they don't know NXT. Yeah, like, she, she, we, she's been watching it for about four years now, like, when she's seen the Hardys, she didn't really know who they were. And wow. Yeah. She, she, she really don't understand why people who, like, uh, Roman Reigns, she get really upset about it. See, now <laughs> that right there, now your girlfriend, if you don't mind me asking, how old is she? Uh, 22. Okay, so that right there is is the, that's the prototypical, in WWE's mind, Vince knows that, believe it or not, is his target, that's his audience. That's the audience he wants to reach, and that's the audience that he wants to expand upon. That's how you become more of a millionaire than you are, and that's what he's done so well. So by bringing in new talent, which you and I know, Garrick, Revival aren't new talent. They've been in NXT for a long time. They've had great, great right. success. But to your girlfriend, they're new wrestlers. Oh, these guys are cool. Who are these guys? I didn't know that. You know what I mean? They're new. Yeah. Even even the Hardys. She didn't know who the Hardys was. That's why I asked her age because she's only 22. So when the yeah. Hardys were in their prime, she was she was like a kid, you know? So yeah, that's cool. That's uh, I appreciate that insight. Yeah, she, 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 she can't stand when people, you know, 
dog Roman Reigns like that. She 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 really get upset about it. She don't understand it. But wow. Um, well, I wanted to ask: Do you think it's WWE should go with the route with switching Reigns to SmackDown and teaming him up with the Usos? No, no, dude. Because you 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 don't want to team up Roman Reigns anywhere near the Usos or anybody, dude. Because Right now, they, they already planted the seed with Brock Lesnar and him. That's number one. You know what I mean? Uh, also, you don't want to take a guy like, the, like, the, like Roman Reigns who just retired The Undertaker, for lack of better terms, and now put him in a tag team or six-man or any kind of stable uh, at all, Garrett. Thank you for calling, buddy. Good call right there on the inside. You don't want to do that. You don't. You do not want to do anything with Roman Reigns right now except keep him alone I would go total heel, heel, heel. People love Brock anyway. We got to go to break in a second here. I would go total heel with him. I would limit the amount that, that Roman Reigns appears on the show. I would limit that. Okay? I guess we're going to go to break right now. All right. Catch. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All righty. Headphone issue, Jones. Um, Fourth quarter city right here. Tash, uh, Wednesday edition. We're talking a lot about SmackDown, some other stuff. But I want to expand upon what I was saying about Roman Reigns in a second. Um, about what I would do. Uh, but first, I want to bring you guys up on I was talking about on the gimmick chat here at cashshow.com about this guy, Latin underscore hero. I was got a question. I want to get that in a second. We're also on Facebook Live right now at facebook.com slash the Taz Show. But on the gimmick chat, Latin underscore hero uh, said something earlier. said, um, talent's reactions are vital. In a match, smiling must be limited. I didn't know who he was talking about, so I said it as I interact with you people. You people! And then finally, Latin underscore said, mostly revolves around the heels. Heels shouldn't smile. (coughs) Excuse me. Latin underscore hero. I completely disagree with you if you have a bunch of heels that are mean angry and kick the shit out of everybody you have no depth you have one-dimensional heels you, you there's no it, it's, it's it's my ice cream shop analogy you latin hero saying that bro it's like you're saying let's open up an ice cream shop taz you and i that all we serve is chocolate. We'll have vanilla, but chocolate is our main thing to drive people to our shop. But we will have vanilla, but nothing else. See, the main thing that drives people and sells tickets is heel heat. So that's chocolate. And then the vanilla is the baby face. Okay? But you can't just have one type of chocolate. You can't have one type of heel heat. You can't just have heels that are angry. You have to have smirking heels, smiling heels, sarcastic heels. You know, P-word heels. As well. I don't want to say the word. Yeah. I, I just Another word for cat. Talk. Turn your mic on, sir. Turn your mic on. Turn my mic on! Turn your own mic on, for God's sake. You're the damn producer. It's another word for cat. Right. 
Meow he heels. Was <laughs> I'm a heel. Speaking of cat, <laughs> cat like women. When, 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 uh, when's Katie coming back? She's like Catwoman. She's like runs the. She I run the game, but she like she comes in. She like she like runs the show. She bosses me around. A little, she really does. She's like a little bossy little thing. She yells at me. She wished death on me a couple times. That was nice. No, she didn't. She she'll correct you. She didn't wish death. She just told you to stop breathing. Yeah, which is kind of. Yeah. Katie, follow the follow yeah, the trajectory but, there. <laughs> if I stop breathing, I'm gonna die. Uh, yeah, she's she's a heel. She started bringing her own stuff into the set, right? Yeah. She's moving in. Yeah. She gave us all sorts of trinkets. Yeah, Here, make sure these are set up when I come in next. Yeah, it's like unbelievable! Like, girls, like, she's, she's she's not even a hundred pounds. I love standing next to her. I do. Because I'm a giant next to that girl. Dude, I, I swear, I, I I feel like El Gigante. I'm telling you. Without the suit with the abs on it. <laughs> I love that. You should get that suit. Anyone who has one, send it to 1271 Avenue of the Americas. Happy to wear it. Got it. Uh, so I wanted to expand upon what I was saying about uh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me. So Roman Reigns, right? Here's the deal. Right now, like off the caller from earlier was saying, hey, do you think maybe it's a good idea have him go to SmackDown, have him hook up with his cousins, the Usos, and do all that stuff? And I said, no, don't. Don't do that at all. Right now, you already planted the seed that Brock Lesnar is gunning after Roman Reigns. You did arguably one of the biggest <laughs> retirements in the history of wrestling. The Undertaker. He was retired by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns' moniker is now, it's my yard. <clears throat> That's truly a big torch that was passed to this young man. So I feel the last thing you want to do is put him on with anybody else. No stables, no tag teams, none of that. The other thing, the last thing you want to do is do not over-saturate him on the television show. Do not. Less is more with Roman Reigns. He's, I don't know if he's a heel. I think he's should be a heel. He, If you watch Raw, he was a heel. You saw it for sure. But I still think they're going to have little babyface tendencies there in him. It's kind of weird, like some gray, a lot of gray. Bottom line is I don't care what he is, heel face, or mix, whatever. Do not have him on TV too much. Keep Roman Reigns special. You just did something with him that is very special. No matter if people like it or not, it was extremely special what they did with him. Do not overexpose him. That's the worst thing they could do right now. And I can't find the gimmick chat on this friggin' Facebook. I mean, I can't find the Facebook live. Hang on, guys. Oh, Jesus. Oh, never fails, Dennis. I don't see it. Is it all? Are we on there? Yes. That's so funny. I, 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 wait, hold on. I see I'm having a problem. Give me a check. You're laughing at me. Because you're going to hit refresh and then it's... Oh, there it is. Hold on. No, nah, maybe not this time, dude. You better hope so because it's on you. I'll tell you that right now. Hang on. I just hit refresh. <clears throat> um, I'll get back to my... Oh, there it is. Okay. 
<laughs> why, why, I mean, in this day and age, why do I got to hit refresh? The, the best part is, is if people will be like, oh, it's a gimmick. It's, a gimmick. it's, it's not a it's gimmick. It's not at all. It's not at all. <laughs> it's not a gimmick. Uh, without fail. And without fail, the first post I see on uh, Facebook Live, LJ Olafen, Lobber, Lumber, Jobber. Wow. Stiff. I am what I am. Mm-mm-mm. William Ballas said uh, he's got heat on him right now, big time. Well, he he must mean Roman Reigns. And, dude, he's had heat on him in a long time. And and they've yet to run with him as a heel. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what the deal is. You got to... Uh, Ah, uh, here we got someone that, that didn't watch the first three quarters of the show. <laughs> Nicholas Narum, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, I haven't talked about him today at all, have I? What do you think of his debut? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. You get your 30 minutes of free lunch. You think you guys know everything. Stop. Starting to piss me off, all of them. Anyway, let me get back to the phones in a second here. I got some people mad already. That's what I'm all about, bro. Oh, uh-oh. Hey, uh, Drew in the Bronx, you're on the uh, Taz show. What's up? Taz. What up, Drew? Rain. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How are you, buddy? Good moment. Good moment, Lumberjack. Good moment. Good moment. All right. Uh, just wanted to uh, put you guys over real real quick. Sure. You guys, uh, especially you, Taz, you've been running the game. Uh, I'm running the game. Fan. What's that, bro? <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, New York uh, Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. Uh, love the love the, the 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 thing you got going with the wrestling and who's your favorite? Who's your favorite New York? Hold on, hold on. Who's your favorite New York sports radio host? <laughs> Taz. That's right. That's a good answer. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who's your second favorite? Um, I used to be Francesca. And One more word, and I'm hanging up. Wait, on who was it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Well, you said uh, used to be Francesca, then who was it after that? It used to be Francesca. Uh, now I listen a little more Michael K. I oh, like Michael K. I'm uh, a Yankee fan. Uh, and, uh, you know, a little more up my alley. And Francesca's a little old for me. I'm a, you know, young guy. I hear you. I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that because they're, they're definitely a different style. They, de- they definitely yeah. are a different style. Yeah. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, I'm a little, <laughs> leaning a little towards Michael K. These days. I but uh, but you you're definitely the best. Love the thank you, bro. Yeah, love it, love it, love the show. Thank you, bro. I appreciate I that very I'm much, bro. I'm always out here running around shooting stuff up. That's my gimmick, That's my gimmick bro. You know what I mean? That's a gimmick, dude. You're a Bronx guy. You understand about that? Yeah, yeah. Originally from Harlem, but migrated up to the Bronx. Harlem, they get crazy. Now Harlem, you can't. Even, no one could afford to even live in Harlem. But you got to be like exactly, exactly why I live in the Bronx. When I grew up, dude, back in the day, Harlem was like a war zone. Not so much anymore, you know. No, it's like you got to. It's like it's white collar Jones. It's you got to be a banker. Exactly. You got to be big money. Yeah, and I hear you. I know. Exactly. Uh, anyway, exactly. that's the thing. All right, real, real quick. Yeah. Uh, wanted to. I got a little. little want to throw a little flag on SmackDown last night. All right, go for it. Uh, wasn't really feeling the Nakamura thing. Uh, he just came out. Really? Looked, you know, looked around. 
I don't know. I, I just expect a little more with Miz, I guess. No, no, no. But you you obviously didn't hear the first half of my show. I did. I did. I'm, I'm, I'm more of an audio-on-demand guy. Okay. Well, you're here, dude. I get into, you'll, then you'll love today's show when you check out, like, the first segment, maybe the first two segments um, of what I did today, dude. I, I break it down pretty deep. I mean, um, a, a lot of different areas of the debut about Miz, about Nakamura. It was a lengthy thing. I, I think you'll like it. Seriously. All right, cool. All right, bro. Let me let me bounce though, Ryan. Uh, not Ryan. Let me bounce, Drew, because I got other people I got to talk to. You. I mean, bro. All right, man. Well, uh, I'm good. Uh, all right, man. The rest of the show. All right, buddy. Uh, all right, man. Thanks, all right, we'll man. see you, Drew. Take care. Bye, bye. See you, man. Thanks. And there goes Drew in the Bronx. I can't talk to people forever. I mean, people they they, they guy seems so disappointed. Oh, by the way, one of the main things you missed. And I got a lot of thumbs up going on right now on the Facebook Live. They love me. I love the thumbs up. The blue thumbs ups makes my day. Uh, Earlier in the show, one of the most important things you missed was the potential of a second Dennis Jones T-shirt. Of uh, we we're talking about ham, putting a actually a honey ham, a giant ham with a <laughs> on the front of the shirt. Oh, don't say that. My mouth salivating. Well, pork products you're a big fan of, right? Licking chopped Jones, <laughs> and we we're going to put the Taz show on it, and underneath it just lumberjack on a ham. And Febreze has this new scent where you could spray it, like we get a pork scent or beef scent so your your shirts your clothes can smell like food so we want to get like a ham close to the pork for dennis jones and put that on there you know so what, I mean? what did we miss what do you mean what did we miss oh you were talking to drew no i'm talking to you i'm just talking in general I don't, you I don't... said you missed a t-shirt opportunity no, no, I said it, it, for people that are on the Facebook Live oh, that they didn't listen to the okay. show earlier. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm, it's not, yeah, please, that's, you know. Well, you got me thinking about ham now. I'm all discombobulated. It's kind of a, a, a lot of animal theme later on in the show. We talked about pigs. We talked about, you said cats, about, uh, I said the P word, and then you said cats. Speaking of cats. Yeah. Yes. yes. MC Brown in the gimmick chat said that Katie's Catwoman... Yeah. To Taz's Batman, to Lumberjack's Robin. It's so not we- bad. It's not bad. Dude, what was? Would you just do do that again? <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects store. Help. That's Katie. Oh, yeah, that actually, <laughs> I bet she could duplicate that note. <laughs> that is Katie right there. Yeah, that that that's definitely Katie. Yeah, no 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 doubt. That's her. Will you stop? I'm serious. Oh, thumbs up. I'm flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids right now. They're loving it. Oh, they love the Taz show. You son of a bitch bastards. I love you too. You know, I mean that in a nice way. Uh Grant Eric on the uh, Facebook Live said, "No lumberjack is." He said, you are the penguin. He called you the penguin. Oh, Oswald Cobblepot. <laughs> Excuse me? That was the uh, the Michael Keaton movie. Wasn't that uh, the penguin? Danny DeVito was the penguin? Wasn't no that his cares. real name? Yeah, I don't know. I, I one more word and I'm hanging up on you. freaking pissing me off today. <laughs> All right, so anyway. Uh, Ryan in the UK, you are on the uh, Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment, Tom. Good moment, mate. Um, been on hold for ages. Couple of things. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ryan. Why, why does that need to be said? Because I'm in the UK and I'm on my mobile and I'm getting charged per second. Well, bro, I can't help that. Why? I appreciate the love. That's very nice of you. But why are you holding on then? I don't want it to cost you money, dude. I'm sorry about that, but you can't get mad at me or my team. No, it's cool. Uh, Damn it. Sorry. Um, what's going on, bro? <laughs> 
Right, I've got a few things I want to talk about. Go ahead. You know the so Triple H 14 World Championships, Randy Orton 13, John Cena 16. Do you reckon they're going to go to a, a big final where maybe all three get each other to see if they, you know, they pass Ric Flair? Okay, wait, wait, let's let's see here. So you're saying John Cena, he's 16, was he 16? I don't usually count the championships, right? So he's 16-time champion, right? Is that what you're saying, Ryan? Yeah. And then oh, Triple H, what would you say about Triple H? 14, I think. I've, I've been on Wikipedia, so hopefully it's right. You never know with that, dude, you know what I mean? Well, what is yeah. the crops of your question, Ryan? Do you reckon they'll do, like, to, to, to take over the 17, you know, the Ric Flair? What's that? What's Ric Flair at? He's at sixteen, so John Cena's equal with him. Oh, you're saying he will take over? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I haven't thought of that, Ryan. It's a good question. Um, I think it seems like they're going towards towards that in the future, where it might be Randy Orton might end up on sixteen, Cena might end up on sixteen. Randy Orton's at thirteen, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think it'll be Cena. Something just tells me it won't be. I just don't. I just think he's really. Moved on, kind of. I think he'll, he's always going to be part of WWE, but I just don't. I don't see them putting the title on him again. I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they know that, dude. Ryan, I got to be honest. I don't know if they. I, I mean, to your point, who's closest? Okay, so we just said. Uh, well, okay, Kurt Angle. He's like a 13-time world champ, but not WWE champ. He's world champion. You follow me? So he's Rick Flair's obviously champions across America. Is it just the UK and how many does Rick have? Rick has 16 official, officially recognized And Cena has 16. 16 as well. Huh. I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't know, dude. I'd have to think about that. I mean, because who the hell is going to catch that? That's like, that's... Who's... who's How many times has AJ Styles been a world champ? Twice? Are, are I we mean, like... Uh, oh, well, in I don't totality? Know. I don't know. To, to Ryan's point, are we counting... Like with Ric Flair, he's been... You well, know. without... Because... I, f- I feel like the WWE just counts the WCW reign and WWE reigns because when Cena tied it, they made like WWE puts out those productions and it's like I think Flair's been champ twenty. If you count the the mid titles, I'm starting to hate this conversation. But go ahead, continue. No, because you know what? It's like it, it's it's all a work. Meaning that. <laughs> As many they they control Ryan, they control obviously who can have these numbers, you know. So I, I think it's great to have it a lot of times. That's cool. That shows the company believes in you. Championships are vital, you know what I mean? But it's like gets the point, like it's all speculation, you know what I mean, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I don't um, have the answer, bro. I don't have the answer for you. Seriously. Okay, okay. So after after SmackDown went off the air, Nakamura fought Ziggler last night. I just fought. Yeah, and Doc Match Jones. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I know. I think that's just um, maybe for the house, or maybe Vince wanted to see him work full throttle. You never know. That could be too, because I don't think Vince is sitting around watching NXT that much, to be honest. You know what um, I mean? What? Yeah. What do you think about uh, Vince Russo um, having to go to the marks after Raw after saying F you to Roman Reigns? I didn't know anything. I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean? What happened? Yeah. I don't pay attention to no one else's stuff, bro, so I don't know what he said. Oh, well, Russo's basically just said all oh, the marks basically bang out of order for saying F you to a talent uh, performing sort of thing. Well, F-U I don't think – I, I agree with Vince in regards to they shouldn't be saying F you because there's a lot of kids in attendance. That's my problem with it. You see, you see what I'm saying, Ryan? Yeah. 
Is that is that what he's talking about? He's, Russo was saying because people uh, were saying "f you" to a talent, being disrespectful to the talent. That's what he was saying. Yeah, he just basically called them all mocks. Really. Well, you know, that's I, I you know I understand that. I, I look, I've been told, and I'm going to curse now. Okay, I've been told. Uh, I've been had stuff chanted at me where people say, you know, F- you test, F- you test happened to me many times in ECW, and that's called heat. Okay, so I, I cherished it. I loved it. You know, I mean, so I I don't have a problem with that. But when that happened in ECW, and thank you for calling, Ryan. When that happened in ECW, there was, um, you know, it was very rarely any younger people in the uh, in the building. It was, uh, it, it really was, it didn't happen. It was just mostly guys or some women that, you know, they weren't kids. Now, you go, you're in Orlando. You're right after WrestleMania. And you, you can't blame WWE for this, but, you know, you got to blame a lot of the fans that are in attendance, but you got to have a little cooth and a little respect, and I don't think you should be just dropping F-bombs with little kids around. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. You know? Um, as, far as, call, as far as calling people mocks, I don't think that's good. But, hey, Vince can do what he's got to do. That, that's, his, that's his deal. Whatever. It's all good. It's just, you know. Whatever, I don't pay attention to all sorts of stuff. That's my deal. So uh, I don't have time, and I don't want to be influenced, and I, 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 I'm too busy doing my own thing here. Connor in Illinois, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, Cat. Hey, I'm Jack. How's it going, fellas? How you doing, big guy? All right, I just wanted to get your predictions on the World Series real yes. quick. I know it's a little early. That's okay. Um, I'm, I'm a little biased. I got my Cubs uh, being the Red Sox in six, but I want to get you guys' predictions. I got the Mets beating the Red Sox <laughs> in six. <laughs> Hold on. Pick it down a little bit. No, I got, I, I do, I, I got, I'm telling you. And you guys are doing the job. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're good, bro. We're good this year. We're real good. I'm telling you. Damn it. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. Say it again. I said, We're good too. I know you guys are good, but you're not as good as us. Um, Dennis, what about you? Dennis is a Yankee fan. What, what's your prediction? It will. The Cubs will make it back to the World Series. But hold on, you just said they will. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, the Mets are going <laughs> to knock them out. But guy, continue. The Cubs are making it back to the World Series, but I have them losing in seven games this year to the Indians. A rematch. It's definitely not the okay. Yankees because they are going to suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're young and they're hurting. Uh, they're not hurting. They got. They're cultivating talent. Your main starter just pooped the bed. Ben Jones, Tanaka. I'm not disagreeing that, but... Ryan, right, I'm not Ryan, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm get the wrong guy here. Connor, right or wrong? I mean, Tanaka. Just, I watched it, it was like, what, 6'2", or something like that? Brutal, he pitched like crap. 7'3". Se- oh, you were. Tanaka didn't make it out of the third. It wasn't good. It well, wasn't good. Hey, listen, Connor, you got to make sure, man. Once we man, we got a long time to go until that happens, but if it's the Mets and the Cubs in the NL Championship, that'd be pretty badass. Yes, sir, yes, sir. That'd be awesome. All right, well, good luck to your Cubbies, dude. Thank you, thank you. See you, bud. I cover everything. It don't matter. Baseball, football, wrestling, whatever you want to talk about. Life. Begging someone to call a lacrosse question or statement. I'll eat you up. Running the game in that facet also. What the? Everybody slow down in this room. Everybody here. (laughs) Slow down. That was a... (laughs) Take two as I say I'm running the game around this bitch. I'm running the game! Remember that, okay? Calm down. He's Nasky Vasquez on the uh, gimmick on the uh, Facebook Live. Said Yankees are a young team with no pitching. Well, he's probably right about that. And then Ignacio Vasquez come back with a hashtag LGM. 
You know what that means, Dennis? I do. <laughs> well, some folks might not. That means let's go Mets. Yes. So, uh, well, we got a big one with the, over at City Field today. The former Met pitcher, everyone's big, the biggest baby face. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bartolomeo uh, Colon there, right? <laughs> Bartholomew Colon. <laughs> Me and my friend always joke around like that. No, uh, Big Belly Jones. He's going to uh, be pitching uh, there for the Braves. He's the Braves now. Big Belly Jones. Remember the pretty thing he was squeezing his belly? Get in my belly. <laughs> He, he's like Major League's baseball version of you, that guy. No, because the way he acts. I take that as a compliment. You should. He's a hell of a pitcher. And I hope he poops the bed tonight against my Mets, against the, my Mets today. So the Braves are playing the Mets, uh, big deal Jones. But they're going to do some kind of a fancy little tribute to Cologne, uh, even though he's a Brave, because he had a great, what was it, three, four years with the Mets? You he know? Was, yeah, he was like uh, four three years. years, three, four years. And big baby face here, here in this part of town, uh, Cologne. I don't agree with putting over the enemy, but that's just me. It'll be one of the funnier video packages for a former player. It will be. Dan Torres, uh, this guy's obviously, uh, you know, is confused. He said on the uh, Facebook Live, uh, Phillies are undefeated. Uh, yeah, for now. He's being a wise guy. Phillies, please. Who they ever beat? I don't want to hear about the Phillies. Stop it. I don't want to deal with Philly fans. They're not as bad as friggin' Patriot fans. Nobody as bad as friggin' Patriot fans. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? I don't know if anybody notices. We're in fifth quarter city. That's the one. Number two, I don't know if anybody noticed this part, that I, on my WrestleMania special, <laughs> there was somebody I didn't cover on the special. You know where I'm going. There was a Patriot, and he was in a ring at WrestleMania, and I did not cover it. The Gronk Jobber. I did not cover it. Yeah. Who threw him out? He didn't get thrown out. He... I didn't even. I, I walked out. I went to the vending machine. You were, you were angry. I was. I, I, come on, the Gronk. Stop. I, I'm not going to cover that. Take a bump. Take a bump. I guess we're done here. Um. I mean, I'm looking at the people on the Facebook Live. Yeah. Oh, now we're getting uh, now we're getting the Philly fans. Here we go. Joseph Andrew, Phillies won in 2008. When did the Mets win last? Bunch of emojis with big teeth smiling. Here we go. I threw the salvo. <laughs> they make. Philly fans crack me up because they won one title in like 50 years, and they're like, oh, what was the last time the Mets won? Listen, bottom line, in regards to the activity known as baseball, if you, and I'm a baseball fan, I, I call it an activity because I think it is, it's not a sport, but it is an activity, but I'm a fan, I watch it, I, I'm a big baseball fan, but I'm telling you this right now, thumbs up, people love me, they love me in a freaking gimmick chat, it's crazy, but I'm telling you right now, <clears throat> if you want to talk about championships, Right here in this city, there's nobody has the legacy than the Yankees. It's that simple. It's the Yankees and everybody else. As far as legacy. And I'm a huge Met fan, but I never was a Yankee hater, and I respect the Yankees. I remember seeing the Yankees play back in the day, bro, like when Greg Nettles was at third base and Reggie Jackson was cracking balls left and right with, with rocking 44. Chris Chambliss at first base, the Willie Randolph, who I met was a great honor for me, and I got to introduce him to my son at Yankee Stadium on <clears throat> right at third base. That's awesome. Thanks to Boomer and Cotton. I got to put those guys over because they had me at a charity event there. And got a picture of my son and Willie Randolph. 
By the way, my son is taller than Willie Randolph. My son's also taller than me, but that's not a big task. <laughs> so, um, dude, those guys, the Yankees back then, dude, my wife's a big Yankee fan. So it's like, oh, we don't, it's not like a fight. Like, we're not, we're not idiots. We're not immature. Don't disrespect who is immature and idiots. But, you know, she's a Yankee fan. But, but the Yankees back then, dude, you had Bucky Dent. You're right, Bucky Dent, rocking shortstop. Willie Randolph played second. I think you might have mistaken to say he's played short. You could have corrected me. It's okay. No, man, I'm going to let you. You had Mickey Rivers, bro, rocking. Mickey Rivers, I don't know if anybody remembers Mickey Rivers. Mick the Quick. Yo, he would come up to bat. Like, you'd see him, like, walk to the dugout. He looked like he couldn't, he was like, he looked like a slow, like, beat up guy. Like, like he couldn't, like, he was in pain. He always walked like he was in pain. And then, bro, when that guy started talking about legs, that guy would, he was fast as piss, bro. I'm telling you, super fast. Doom! But he'd walk around like, uh, Mopey Jones, you know what I mean? Uh, the Yankees back then, dude, I, the legacy, I, you know, unbelievable. Ron Guidry. Oh, Guidry, the goose. The goose, the gossage, right? They had all those cats. Guidry, the Louisiana Lightning Jones. Yeah, of course I know my stuff, please. Yes. <sighs> Show's not over yet. Segwayed rapidly into a whole baseball talk. But that's championships. You got to talk about the Yankees. Seriously. You got to. James D. Scott, if I got you a ticket, would you go to an O's-Mets game, Taz? No! Um, thank you for the offer. But I, no, I'll watch it from my den. I have a TV that's 160 inches that it's beyond high def. It's actually... The characters come out of the TV. It's not even 3D. It's like 5D. So they come out of the TV. Like you, it's almost like they're there, you know. So it's TV's gigantic. It takes up the whole wall. It's huge. So I, why do I got to go to a baseball game? I can just sit right there. Can't go to the baseball game because you go to the baseball game, and what happens at the baseball game? There's one thing that I don't want to deal with. That I just I can't. I just have a problem, and it's 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 the parking and the traffic. I just those two things. I you know I, I don't I'm not dealing with. It. I'm not dealing with it, okay? I'm in Manhattan every day driving. I, I don't want to deal with that. I'm done. I sit home, pound down a bunch of beers, sit there, scratch my nuts, and watch the game. That's it. It's really that simple. You know what I mean? It's that simple. That's all. I don't bother nobody. I'm on my business. You know what I mean? That's the dream right there. <laughs> sit at home and scratch your nuts. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you can sit around. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially when you got a 5D TV. What do you mean, no? Oh, Jesus. No, five, yeah, 5D. 5D, um, yeah. I got the 5D. It's unbelievable, dude. Um, What else? Is there anything else that I got to talk about? We're talking baseball a little bit here. What else were we talking about? I was talking about something else before, too. Uh, any other sports stuff that people need me to talk about? You want to hit on Tony Romo at all? No, I want to play something. Oh, I'll talk about Tony Romo in a second, but I just felt like playing this before. We're in fifth, fifth quarter right now. I just want to play this. This is actually pretty funny. It's about a minute long. We did it this last week, but it just needs to be done again. Just for no reason. Random. You know where I'm going. Total random Jones. And well, weapons are not only welcomed. We didn't do this. Hold on. We didn't do this last week. We did something else. <laughs> we, did. We, we did the Scott Steiner. We did the mathematician. Which was awesome. Yeah, that, which was great. This is something better. Check this out. Check this out. 
and well weapons are not only welcomed, they're allowed. Batista. Batista. Stick to acting, son. Yeah, he butchered that, huh? Uh, well, I mean, he got his point across. I like, I'll always get along with Batista. Until he banged into my car one day. And uh, we were working a show <laughs> in Newark. Uh, no, we were working a show. <sighs> Where the hell were we? We are in Jersey. I try to remember the building in Jersey. Was it Newark? I don't know. It was, a, it was a TV. It was like either a Raw or SmackDown. And, uh, well. Boys and girls, pull up your stools. It is now time for Taz Tales. Basically, we're in uh, Newark. I think it was Newark. The Prudential Center? That's it. Or the Meadowland, the Continental Not the, Oh, please stop it. I know that one. Um, no, what's the other There's another nice new building in Jersey. In northern, uh, it's it's got to be Newark. Prudential Center. Yeah, the Rock. Yeah. What? They call it The Rock. Oh. So uh, what happens is uh, I had to get to the buildings early, especially TV, because I was in the agent meetings, the production meetings, and all that, as was I was the SmackDown commentator. And um, I mean, that's it was ECW. I can't remember, like, the, their version of ECW, the rebirth. And uh, what happens is um, the parking lot there sucked for the talent. So most of us had rental cars. You know, I didn't because I drove from home, so I had my own car which was at that time a very nice car. Started with a B, ended with a W, okay? And um, <laughs> Dennis is trying to figure that one out. It was a Buick, no. Um, Buick, boo. A Buick, and no, anyway, no, no, it was, it, was, it was a nice BMW I had back then. <clears throat> I got, whatever, I don't want to get into cars, but. So I park illegally in this lot, and I, the guy who was running the lot, okay, the security guy said, dude, am I okay? He goes, yeah, leave it there. We're letting you guys park wherever you want. No problem. So right there, I could see the guy could give a rat's ass. It was like, show McGee, park wherever you want, freelance Jones, mayhem. And I know how the boys are going to be. So I'm like, I don't want to get trapped in here. I go in, do the meeting, bop, bop, bop. I come out of the meeting. I go to the catering. I see, I'm saying a lot of the wrestlers that are arriving to the building, they're coming and catering. It's the first thing you do. You go to the locker room, you put your bag down, take your jacket off, say hello to everybody, and you go right to catering. Get something to eat, get something to drink, chill out. That's usually what happens at Raws and SmackDowns. And TNA is the same way, right? So uh, <laughs> I see, see guys, I'm walking in, because now already the talent's already, the wrestlers already in catering, and usually when you come out of the meeting, you're late to catering. But there's always a ton of food, so that's never a problem. But the guys are just hanging out. And but I'm going, I'm getting some food, and right next to where I was grabbing like salad, whatever it was, there was a big coffee pot. Batista goes over, he's going to get coffee, whatever. He goes, hey, Taz, what's up? I go, hey, what's up, Dave? How you doing, man? And he goes, good, bro. He goes, oh, by the way, he goes, um, uh, I uh, popped in, I banged into your car, um, so uh, you know, we'll check it out later on. And he just walks, he walks away. I'm like, <laughs> bro, what, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, no, no, I, I, I it, the back of it, I hit, I go, what, bro? Yeah, no, it's all right. I, I got I got hot. Yeah, I no kidding. That's, that's not a rental car. It's my car. He's all oh, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I, I put my food down. I go, let me go out there. There was really no down. It wasn't like nothing, you know. And then we laughed about it. But yeah, so when I ever I hear Batista's name, I think about that little thing. I overreacted. I'm like, God, this freaking guy smashed into my car now. Well, you just know? him saying it in passing. <laughs> the way he did it. Oh, like, hey, oh, yeah, up, by the way, I was funny, and you know. 
And he's giant, man. He's just giant. His back is this big. He's ripped. Ugh! You know, he's just huge. And little old me, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like pissed. And he's laughing. He's bro, it's not bad. I go, okay. I want to go see it. Next thing I know, my insurance is going to go flying through the air. I'm panicking. Like, oh, jeez. Mrs. Taz, not going to be happy. I'm going to get the heat. I don't want the heat for mama. <laughs> and that's it. So. Anyway, I think that's it. Jonathan uh, Navranti says, uh, Taz's car no sold the Batista hit. Oh, well, car was like me. I didn't sell much either. So, that's it. Wrap up Jones. I think we're, uh, we're, we're done here. You know, I think that's it. I, I feel like I get to that mode sometimes. I feel like there's more to say. Like, have I not done enough? Oh, Romo. There is more to say. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. The Tony Romo. Yeah, we, we touched on this yesterday. Uh, you, Dennis Jones, you found the breaking news uh, while I was live. We were the first ones to break it here on the Taz Show. Please credit us. Yes. No one credits us well. They don't even think we're alive here. Really nobody. Anyway, uh, listen, so the thing with this guy here, right, this Tony Romo, you know, so he was in discussions with the Houston Texans, and then... Obviously, things didn't go right. Next thing you know, he's coming to work here at CBS. Well, CBS TV, which is completely different than CBS Radio. And he is going to call the big big football games as the color commentator. And he's replacing the great Phil Simms, the former New York Giant quarterback. So, a lot of scuttlebutt around these parts. People are like, well, wait a minute. How are you just going to replace Phil Simms? He's been there 20 years. Works with Jim Nance. Jim Nance is a great play-by-play guy. One of the greatest of all time. I almost just threw up. And um, and then they're just going to put, you know, Tony Romo in that seat. And he has no experience. I don't have the answer to that. I partially agree that it's a little you know, it's a little too much too soon to just, from a broadcasting perspective, to throw him in that role. <clears throat> I do feel like quarterbacks, obviously I, I'm a big fan of, former football players or baseball players, whatever sport you're watching, you always need that color commentator, the expertise of the guy who's been on the field or been in the huddle or been in the dugout or been on the court or been in the locker room or in the ring as a wrestler, boxer, MMA, whatever. I always feel like you need that guy or girl, whatever it is. I always feel like that. I truly always feel like that. So it's no disrespect on Romo, his career, his ability. I thought he was an excellent, awesome quarterback. Um, some say, well, um, his, his career, uh, I, I actually, I heard Boomer Sison say this on, on, on Boomer Cotton. <clears throat> Boomer said, well, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to put words in Boomer's mouth. I like Boomer, but he kind of said something like, oh, Tony Romo's career, it's, you know, he still has a lot left in him or there's still more for him to do. He didn't really like, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but <clears throat> And I feel like, hey, I respect what Boomer's done and his success with the Bengals, with the Jets, and all that, being in the Super Bowl and all that, obviously. And I respect the hell out of him. His success at University of Maryland, Boomer Sison, great quarterback. And a great commentator, broadcaster, radio guy, everything. Ultra successful. He's the face of CBS. He's the guy here. You know, he, they, they love him here. He's a hard-working son of a bitch, too. But I don't think it's fair to say, in my opinion, for Boomer or anybody else to say, how much Tony Romo has left to do. That's not for you or anybody else to say. I've had people tell me that, like friends of mine in the business, like, why are you done wrestling, man? You never 
won like a major singles championship in WWE, the IC title or the world title or the WWE. You know, and I'm like, why do I? Why does that need to uh, galvanize who I am as a performer or as an athlete? I, when I'm fully, I'm fully content with hanging up my boots because I'm banged up and I have another opportunity to go into broadcasting. So what? Because Tony Romo didn't go. Romo was he in the Super Bowl? No, right? No. no. Tony Romo's never been in the Super Bowl, so Boomer has been. Phil Simms obviously has been. So what? Because because a quarterback doesn't go to Super Bowl, that means that he still has more to do. That's unfair. That's really unfair to say. I don't I don't agree with Boomer on that. I just don't. Just my my perspective. Oh God, I'm gonna get fired here. You can't say nothing about Boomer. It's John Cena at this place. You kidding me? They love me. I'm done. So anyway, I saw people saying, ah, you know, what is this guy going to do here? You know, how's he going to go in there and call Matt? Well, Jim Nance is going to carry him, and he's going to learn quick. Look, I, I would bet the farm on the fact that Tony Romo knows how to break down verbally a defense while watching it on TV. I think he's going to be pretty good at that point. I also think he's going to give you a good perspective of what a quarterback's thinking on the field. I think he's going to do good at that. He has charisma. He's well-spoken. He's been in the public eye for many years. I mean, Jesus Christmas, you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, one of the most famous franchises in the history of all sports. This guy was the face of the Dallas Cowboys. This guy's used to pressure. I don't think he's worried about pressure. So, Dan Torres says, Tony Romo is not even worth to mention for the Hall of Fame. Donovan McNabb would definitely go in before him. I don't know. I'm not talking about that, Dan. Dan, you obviously love the Phillies. You're from Philly. You love Philly. Philly Dan. I know who this guy is. I love you, Dan, but stop at the Philly stuff. Enough. Donovan McNabb, great quarterback, was great at Syracuse. I know him. Please. Talk sports. Talk sports. I talk sports around all these MFs at CBS Sports Radio. James Toronto, Romo, most overhyped quarterback of all time. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty good, though, James. You know? I mean, you're a Cowboy. You're a, a Giant fan. You've watched it. You've, you've competed against your, your Giants all the time. You think you, you agree with James? Is he over overhyped? I do not. Tony Romo was very good for a long time. He was never great. So I think he's, I think he's properly rated in the context. The NFL is a passing game now, so he puts up. I mean, if you look at his numbers, he's his numbers stack up against the the Roger Staubachs and the Troy Aikmans of Cowboy greatness. Those are great players. Those are amazing. You know, but he, you know, his his injuries obviously derailed his oh. his career late, and the fact that he I think he only won maybe one or two playoff games that that hurts. I hear you. And he likes elephants. Yes. All right. Well, that's my my take on the Romo thing. So, can't can't you know can't follow elephants. <laughs> on that note, we're done here, kids. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Really. All right. So, that's the deal. All right. Thank you, everybody who listened. You listened live or watched live. I appreciate it. You watched at the gimmick chat. Thank you. Appreciate the love. You watched on Facebook Live. Appreciate the love. If you were on the Twitter, jumping all over. Thank you so much. Maybe listen to the audio on demand, the podcast version. Thank you for all that. Give a review for the show. Put me over. 
They want me to get you guys put me over more on there. Put the show over. Put the team over. Put us over. Help us out for F's sake. All right, for everybody here at the Taz Show, we're out of here. I'm Taz, you're not with you. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all. Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you go. Oh.